You are now listening to the Foamy and Buckets Podcast, brought to you by Fat Kid Deals. At Fat Kid Deals on Twitter, get your shit right. Episode 37. Ouch here. Ouch here. We're ready. Uh, number 37 is... Uh, mm, I-, I couldn't think of anyone. Scarce picking, so I-, I was able to think of someone off the top. For number 37. Yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah. Sean Alexander. Running back, Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, former Alabama Crimson did you, ver- did you verify that, number 37? I didn't verify, but I just think. Wow, okay. So we, we definitely need to fact check this. Um, well, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't name the podcast Sean Alexander. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, because if so, that is a tremendous 37 in college, 37 in the league. That is tremendous. Do you remember how good he was for a couple of years? He was very good, but but forget about that. That I mean, that is uh, pulling that out of the archives. Salute. I couldn't think of a number 37. I Googled it. Didn't even know the guys that they were recommending. No, no but there's some good ones, though. Doak Walker. Never heard of him. He's a like Doak a Walker guy. is a football player who I think was an FSU guy because I think their stadium is called the Doak Walker Stadium. No, no. Yeah, never heard of uh, him. Nick Van Exel was 37. No. On the Warriors. Later in his career. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's Nick number nine, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, Nick Van Exel is one of my favorite players of all time. I, you know, I don't even remember the 37, you know, he's, he's not a 37. Okay. Who else? Uh, Ron Artest, AKA Meta World Peace was 37 on the Lakers. I don't, I think he was several different numbers. Mm, okay. I, you know, it's, it's weird. I actually thought I was like, did, did, did Ron, Ron, did he ever wear that number? And I guess, I guess maybe he did. Okay. All right, well, this is going to be, uh, this is, you know, it's a blank slate. It's just number 37. Okay, episode 37. Here we go. You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe there's a kid out there right now practicing his jump shot, you know, and maybe he's listening to this uh, while he practices his jump shot. Oh, wow, motivational. Exactly. You know, this is, you know, sometimes, you know, there's Gary V, and then there's us, you know, motivation. There's the Ram. There's the Ram. Shouts to uh, uh, Danny Lopriori, and then there's us. Yeah. Take all of your loss in your entire life. Now multiply it by a hundred. That's how much I've lost. Well, I mean, uh, and then who's the other guy? Uh, Tony Robbins. Is that his name? Yeah, he's a motivational guy. I I think he's got a Netflix special now. So, yo, Netflix, holler at us. I I can do some motivation. Yeah. I'm going to be a motivational guy. Here, I'll give you a little sample. There's no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. Okay. Good. Did that? Uh, did it's that like rile, a, it's like a pretty good baseline. Did, did I that rile you up? Not at all. Okay. All Not right. even so, a little bit. Okay. So some uh, I I gotta I gotta uh, iron out the kinks. Yeah, there. I would say that's actually negatively inspirational. Damn. Okay. So I'm going to the wrong. It actually uh, has hindered my inspiration levels. Maybe I could maybe I could do it the other way. Maybe I could be on the flip side of it. You know, maybe I could just be like berating people, talking shit to them. You know, you want to go to the gym and you know you have this this. Uh, oh, that's called a heckler. Exactly. You want a heckler? Holler at me. Okay. You know, maybe we'll do that. Yo, Netflix. You know what I mean? If you want to get out in front of things, Netflix is going through some some transitions. We'll, we'll we'll maybe talk about that in a few minutes. But first things first. Okay. Patreon. Patreon. Wolfpack. Ow! Ow! Wolfpack. We all we got. If you didn't know, now you know because I'm telling you, uh, we have a Patreon page for this podcast, and there are also some other things involved. Some uncivilized apparel, accessories. Yep. Uh, some, some different levels. There's it, levels to it. Exactly. There is levels to it. 
but if you do want to support the podcast, uh, definitely go check it out. We will put it in the description of this podcast episode, and it is patreon.com forward slash Mr. Fomer Simpson. So uh, I'll put the link in the thing. Exactly. Link in the thing. There you go. And it's, uh, you know, you get, uh, there's different tiers, but two extra episodes uh, per month. So, you know, a lot of people hit us up and say, yo, extra episodes. Um, Patreon offers that as well as a plethora of other things. Um, and I guess one of those things is uh, public acknowledgement. You know, it's like the initiation, the wolf pack. Yeah. You know, once you're in, you know, you got to, I watched Lion King recently, by the way. Oh, the new one? Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, the uh, the wildlife it's uh it's very everything is is very in sync except for the hyenas a, lot, the, a symbiosis it, other than that you know so it's like you know how they held simba over the rock so as as wolves we go to the rock and we just kind of howl out the names of the other wolves who are now down with the squad okay whole lot of gang shit gang okay. gang, gang. gang 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 um so let me pull this up right here ah what do we got here? I took, I took a picture of it. I need like, I see, I need, I think I need a laptop. You got the laptop on your side, but I, I think I need one. I, mean, um, I got a laptop that's running a program that's recording us. Like I'm not over here like watching Netflix. No, 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 no. I'm this not is, over here watching what, Netflix. This is what makes it go, man. This is what makes it go. No, so, th- th- this is in fact what makes it go. First up, a very special man, boy. Yeah. Liam Noel. Liam. I mean, uh, a so- fellow? Pool pisser, I might add. I, so I, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to throw Liam under the bus like that. I don't know uh, what he does in his personal life, but um, so that's between you and him. But you certainly said that you would or have pissed in his pool. Yes. So Liam, uh, you know, I don't know how you want to handle it. I know how I would handle it. Okay. Is, you know, at least bare minimum. A duel. A, a, a duel. A full arm, arm a, wrestling duel, a full Nelson and a wedgie. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh-huh. so Liam, grade bully. Liam, y- y- you can't let this guy pee in your pool, but I will say that we appreciate you. And now uh, welcome to the Wolfpack. Gang, 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 gang. There it is. Um, face ID when I'm trying to orchestrate these things, it, it's not good because I'm holding it over here. So then I got to enter the thing. Listen, Apple's got to do better. They See, I think you got to take it off Face ID. I don't have Face ID. I don't have a code on my phone. I don't have a case on my phone. You, you, you're just naked. going out here naked. Naked and naked afraid. Naked and afraid. Weird show. Yeah. Very weird show. Weird show. Uh, the introductions on that show are always a little bit. I'm like, hey, this is a little strange. I mean, it's definitely a little strange. They're both usually married also or like, but I just being, got engaged and I can't, uh, I'm not allowed to look at you at all. But being butt ass naked in some sub-saharan uh just climate i mean you're just getting i mean your balls are getting sunburned it's, it's a bad uh, yeah, I, I mean pro everyone on that show is a prolific sunburner i mean i mean it's, it's 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 very bad it's very bad next up justin monty monty now i will say one thing i am an avid reader debatable <laughs> not true okay. debatable i've read a lot of cowboy books but one of my favorite books count of monty Christo. Okay. A book that you didn't read, a movie that you watched. Well, you know, okay. <laughs> uh, so no, I read that book. Uh, that's no, no, called, I read that book. 
You're not a biblioteca. You are a cinephile. I I, I read that book. Uh, <laughs> that book is legitimately like 3,000 pages. Oh, I read it. I, there's no way you read that book. I read that book, but I also uh, did watch the movie. So uh, <laughs> either way, Justin Monty Christo. Christo. Okay. I, I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's incredible. A story of, regi- of uh, revenge. Of vengeance. Yes. Yes. Of familial betrayal. Yeah. It, you know, it's uh, it sucks. Also, but- Monte Cristo is one of the best things to order at the restaurant formerly known as Bennigan's. Okay, yes. Uh, let's go back to 2003 and put some ham and turkey and cheese and jelly, deep fry it. There you go. No, you dip it in the jelly. You got the powdered sugar on there. It's a pretty, it's a pretty overrated. good combination. No, no, not overrated at all. Oh, 100% overrated. After two pieces of that thing, you're just like, oh, what am I putting in my body? Next up. Now, this is a man uh, that um, needs no introduction. Okay. Uh, this is uh, Inzane Kicks. Inzane, so my guy. Most of you who are listening to this probably know that Buckets and I, we have a YouTube channel and we have had a YouTube channel for oh, hang on, hang on. six plus years. Start the clock, make it official. Boom, there it is. Um, and uh, Zane is uh, one of the very, very, very first yeah. supporters. Been rocking with us the, like the legit. entire journey i mean legit i mean i think he probably subscribed to the youtube channel within the first couple months and you know i mean i want to say he was probably within the first thousand youtube subscribers had to be had to be and uh and now here he is still supporting and uh zane yo we uh we appreciate you man really more than than words can even say i'm not gonna get all mushy gushy on you but um you are very very appreciated you're not gonna get inspirational no i'm not yeah i won't get all inspirational or heckling Neither. Just, hey, straight shooter. Yeah. Straight shooter. Just tell you like it is. Zane, we appreciate you big time, bro. Yeah, we definitely do. Uh, next up is Orlando Mundo. I love that name, by the way. Orlando Mundo. I feel like I feel like Bruce Buffer needs to introduce that yeah, guy. Yeah. Orlando Mundo. Orlando so when you Mundo. said that you felt like Bruce Buffer needed to do it, you then decided well, I mean, that you we don't gonna, have we don't have Bruce Buffer gonna on the imitate payroll. Bruce Buffer. Yeah, because we don't have Buffer's not here. We gotta I mean, get Bruce, I mean, we gotta get Buffer's like little brother or like cousin, the other guy that does it. We we gotta get somebody. We gotta get an announcer in here to start doing these. Okay. And last but not least is Num Num Knee. It, it, mm-hmm. Interesting name. Yeah. Num Num Juice. Schoolboy Q. You new, never know. New joint? I don't know. Who who knows? Uh, but nonetheless, welcome to the pack. Welcome. It, How's you? That reminds me of Tum Tum, one of the three ninjas. Remember that movie about oh, the three? Oh, I do remember that. Tum Tum's the littlest one. You're going, you're going old school, man. You're I, like I, reaching I, into yeah, the yeah, late 90s, yeah, early who knows, 2000s. You know, I, All right. You know, I wake up, I don't know where my mind is going to be. And today it is in the late 90s. There it is. All right. I'm not mad at that. It's, it, it's not a bad place to be. Um we are at 69. We are at 69 uh, Wolves. And it's, uh, you know, 69 patrons. And that first uh, threshold, that first marker that we're shooting for is 100. 100. 100 strong. Too strong. Too strong. And uh, so 69, uh, we, we really appreciate all of you. So, you know, whether you just uh, signed up and, and decided to support or whether you've been supporting for the last couple months, uh, we really, really do appreciate you. Now. Uh, and there will be some topics, as there always are, from the patrons. Uh, you know, a bunch of good topics on deck. Yeah. I scanned through them briefly uh, before we turned the mics on. But first, let's touch on a couple other things. All right. So 
First, I told you I watched Lion King. Okay, I tell know me I'm about little, it. I know I'm a little late to the party here. I haven't seen it, so I haven't even, Here's I haven't my even thing. attended the party. Here's my thing. I think some stuff, we got to leave them back in the late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. We just got to leave it there. Okay. I don't know. There was something missing for me. I enjoyed it. Not an emotional connection. Here's the thing. I am a big fan of um, Donald Glover. Yeah. Big fan. Didn't like him as grown-up Simba. Oh, he's grown-up Simba? Yeah, I thought he, he was young Simba. Young Simba, someone else. He's grown-up Simba. He just didn't quite have enough bass in his voice. Like, he didn't have enough, like, oomph. You know, like, Simba's talking to Scar, and he's, like, kind of talking like a punk, you know? And yeah. it's like, I love Donald Glover. I just didn't think that he was necessarily right for that. Okay. Um, now, the singing parts were awesome with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beyonce is Nala. I didn't mind. I saw on the reviews some people saying that Beyonce with the songs kind of threw things off. I didn't mind Beyonce. Mm -hmm. I, I thought she was fine. Um, I mean, it's Beyonce. Hard to complain with that. Yeah. There was something. Something, something missing. It just it needs to be just the old school cartoon. So you're you know? saying mistake now, to have it remade i think so now if you're a young kid right you know say you're 10 11 years old right now and you see that for the first time and you don't know anything about the old one then i'm sure it's awesome but when you've seen the old one and it's such a classic and it's your favorite you know animated cartoon movie of all time yeah it, it is tough so i wasn't mad at it but i wasn't in love with it okay that that that's uh, that's my final verdict. Okay. I had some people messaging me like, "Yo, did you see Lion King yet? Did you see Lion King yet?" So I've seen Lion King. So I didn't see it, but I did see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I okay. opted for that one. Okay, what's P pretty solid? I thought. scale of one to ten, uh, like a seven and a half, maybe eight. All right, I'm I'm gonna check that one out. I'm gonna you know obviously it has guys and actors in it. That, that we really like. Yeah, it's a Tarantino I, flick. I didn't like how they portrayed Bruce Willis. Okay. It's kind of like one of these, it's kind of like Inglorious Bastards where they go back to this historic event and then- I love Inglorious Bastards. And then, but you know how they change it at the end, like they like destroy the, right. the Nazis or whatever. So right. this was kind of the same. It's like, it's like this history altering thing, like uh, historical fiction, but where they go back and like completely change it. Mm. I'm, and, I'm, I, I'm mixed on Tarantino. I, I'm mixed on Tarantino. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I think he's a talented- director uh I, I think you do got to call him a little bit and i love inglorious bastards i love pulp fiction i you know reservoir dogs i mean he's done some good stuff reservoir dogs i think is a little overrated i, I think you got to call him a little overrated i think he's a little overrated but it's just my own personal opinion kill bill's pretty good i mean kill bill's very good i mean even uh the joint with george clooney and the vampires dusk till dawn that one sucks to me but yeah yeah no no i, I mean it's not on the level of the other ones it's not pulp fiction um what is his best movie i would say probably pulp fiction yeah pulp fiction what would be number two inglorious inglorious bastards is probably my I, number two I, I guess i guess i would agree with that so um anyway i'm gonna check that movie out and, and but, and, but and, i and will say in. and i will publicly state that i did not like how they portrayed bruce lee who Bru i love you said bruce willis before oh wow unbelievable i was like oh bruce willis huh no no okay. i that's a you didn't like Bruce Lee. That's a faux pas. That's a vocal faux pas. Okay. How they portrayed Bruce Lee, I one mean, of my heroes, yeah. uh, I did not like. Okay. Noted. Noted, and, and I, I will be watching it within a week or so. Okay. Now, Euphoria. Euphoria season finale. 
Oh, I, it happened. I had stopped watching it. Yeah, there's only eight episodes on the season. Okay. I had stopped watching, and under pressure, under duress, I began watching again. Now, I didn't miss a couple chunks of a couple episodes, and there were a couple like a couple scenes that were uncomfortable for me that I kind of just skipped through. You are you're the worst TV watcher that I've ever seen. Disagree. I want to agree I, to disagree. I, I want to state Redacted. this. Stric- stricken from the record. No, no, no. I will say this. Edit it out. Every episode that I watched of Game of Thrones with you, you went like this. Who's that guy? Who's that? Hey, in, hey, where do I know this guy from? In fairness, this was early on and there was a lot of characters. I'm just saying it's a lot of people I'm just to saying remember. You are a sucky television show watcher. That's Agreed all I'm saying. Agree to disagree. Now this, you know, euphoria. You got to retain information. There, 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 there was some, euphoria is uncomfortable because it's high school kids, yeah. even though the actors are of age. Yeah. You know? Or but, some of them, at least. Yeah. I'm sure there's some actors under who are like 12 years old. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. No, th- I, I think there is. But, but any of them who are involved in like the sexual stuff, well, they got to be 18. They're, they're, they're of age, yeah. but some of the scenes are pretty uncomfortable for me. But, uh, man, it's, uh, I thought the finale sucked. I thought it was, I thought it was bad. I think that the show is good in some aspects. Um, I think, I mean, cinematically, there's some really cool stuff. So here's, I have a whole thought on this that I'll talk about after you, you don't watch about. it though. No, but I watched the first episode. Okay. Didn't like it at all. Didn't like how I felt about it anything yeah it's a little uncomfortable very uncomfortable but uh cinematically outstanding uh soundtrack outstanding the way that they used like sounds within the thing and they have the they have these they have these shots that they do it's not just on these but they have these shots where rue and jules who are kind of like the two main characters um are on bikes they ride bicycles a lot and they've got these unbelievable tracking shots that are just like phenomenal yeah they've got some really cool transitions you know um you and i obviously we we love cinema we have our our own youtube channel we've done our own little mini movie making projects and stuff so um we appreciate it maybe more than just a normal guy who doesn't really care about that kind of stuff but it's really impressive in that regard and i this is my other thing that i really liked was the wardrobe i thought everyone it, it has a the aesthetic of the show. I very much uh, liked. They, they do a good job in a lot of areas. Here's my thing with high school shows: you can always kind of tell that the people aren't in high school anymore. Yeah. Like the 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 main like foe or the main uh, adversary, like the the quote unquote so, bad guy, so like a football guy. Is it, yeah, um, it, it is is a football guy and. He's supposed to be 17 or 18 years old. You're 30, old. dude. I, I mean, hey, what's up, dude? You're 30. He looks, I mean, he doesn't look 30, but he looks like he's- He's 26. Yeah, I mean, he look. He doesn't look like he's in high school. Yeah. So there's kind of a, you know, I guess they do a better job of it than others. Yeah. But it's, there's a few sports scenes as well that are always pretty horrific. Oh, like, like, a, like watching- a, Like actual football, like yeah. hike, oh, it, roll it, out, j- naked bootleg, okay. No, no, it's just it's just watching sports stuff, sports movies, even a movie that you and I both really, really like, Love and Basketball, the watching um, Omar Epps like act like a hooper yeah. is like, it, it's terrible. You know, yeah. No shots to Omar Epps. It's just you can tell, especially when you do hoop or you do play football or you are a sprinter or one of these yeah. things and you see it, 
it's such a glaring like swing and a miss. So there's some of that. So I thought some of the football stuff was was a little. Um, it wasn't too bad, I guess. But I thought the finale um, came up very short. Garbo. Okay. Here's the thing. It's it's such. I, I, I guess here's my thing. It, it's a really unrealistic portrayal of high school. I agree. It's not like, and it's weird because I, I read some different articles and saw some different commentary on Twitter where like, Hey, this is what high school is now guys. No, it's not. Yeah. No, no, it's not like they've got, they've got all kind of stuff going on, all kind of issues and, and traumas. And I'm not saying that there's not bits and pieces of it, but this would be the most dysfunctional high school on earth. Yeah. Like, it's just nuts. Like, you've got, like, raging alcoholics and drug addicts and, and you know, um, this, this football dude who's, like, legitimately, like, um, sociopath. He's almost like a, like a borderline serial killer. You okay. know what I mean? Like, he hasn't, like, technically killed anyone yet, but it's just, it's just nuts, you yeah. know? Um, you got, it's just, the, the, the whole thing is really, um, and then, uh, a couple people kind of suggested to me, we were talking about it and they suggested that basically like, Oh, well maybe your high school wasn't like that. I went to high school in inner city, New York city. Yeah. L- l- like I went to high school, like, it, you know, at, at, a the high schools that I went to, um, were rugged. Yeah. And the neighborhoods that I lived in rugged and, drug use and promiscuity and all types of stuff. I mean, you and I, we grew up in hell's kitchen, which is especially back then it was the prostitution capital of the world. Yeah. And you know, we've seen some stuff, so it's not like I'm watching this and I'm just like, what is, you know, you know, I didn't go to, um, you know, some suburban, uh, school out in the middle of nowhere. Pleasantville. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I still think, I know there's drug use. I know that there's, you know, uh, sexual abuse. And, and I know there's all kind of stuff. But it's just, it's a little overwhelming. There's so much of it. Well, yeah. I mean, every facet of it, I think, is like on a hundred. Yeah. Ex- exactly. It's just, it's very intense. Like the intensity of it is pretty overwhelming. But there are aspects of it that I like. There are aspects of it that I don't like. That being said, I thought the finale was a swing and a miss. Okay. So, so I didn't watch it. I'm not going to watch it. So I'll take no, your word no, for it. No, no, no thoughts from, yeah, it's not, I know you pretty good. It's, it's, it's not a show that you would enjoy. I, I watched the first episode. I was like super excited about it. Like leading up well, to it. HBO was really pushing it. HBO was pushing it. Drake is like on board with it. Like he's an executive producer. I oh, think. is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. His, his profile picture right now or like yesterday was uh zendaya oh wow i didn't know that from the show like with like the you know like a rainbow tear or something like oh wow I didn't like know a that. glittery tear she's a, she's she's incredible i mean she's I, awesome i, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore but 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 especially because you haven't seen it but she, she's she's very very yeah. very good um jules is very very i mean th- there's some really good aspects to it um okay you mentioned drake Mm-hmm. Drake dropped an album, which I'm sure you haven't listened to presently. I, I, I did listen to it. Okay, so it's um, he called it Care Package. Mm-hmm. I, I I love what Drake does, man. Like it's old songs, yeah, it's old joints, but they're not 
it's kind of like, oh, there was a couple on there that I was like, oh, I forgot all about this yeah, one. Yeah, Dreams Money Could Buy, which is, I think, the first song when I turned That's it on. That's not one that that I forgot about. I was like, yeah. oh, shit, this song. I'm just going to pull up real quickly the uh, the the play, the track list on it. Um, and it, so it wasn't like, we need some new Drake. Well, now, well, we got Drake and Ross. Yeah, um, we got the you got the feature. What, what uh, was, what was the, what's the name of that joint? I'm, I'm, gold Roses. Oh, Gold Roses. That's right. I was going to say uh, Gold Chains. Gold uh, Roses. I, I would like... A new album. I guess he typically drops in October, though. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm I think not sure, like October's very own. I think he like normally does October albums. We'll definitely get one this year. You know, which is which is 2019. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll we'll get a 2019 uh, album. What, what was his last one? More life? No, his last one. Uh, I don't know. Well, I got this track list up now. I'm, uh, we, we we definitely need a fact checker here. Um, his last album was oh scorpion scorpion yeah that's okay, right okay. yeah the, the the double album yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't think of the name so uh care package um i'm like i'm trying to think of a few here like i get lonely club paradise um the motion like these these yeah. were drake joints that i like kind of like just forgot about yeah you know so i thought it was nice i thought it was cool so more or less what it is is it's songs that didn't make albums or were in the middle of albums and didn't clear samples so they got left off and right. now he finally cleared all the samples right. and was able to he owns all his own stuff i think owns his masters i think so wow I, I i could be wrong i could be wrong maybe he doesn't never mind redacted no, okay Stric stricken from the record okay your fave I, could never i i thought it was nice but i thought it was nice but there's not a ton of replayability to it just because they are songs that you've heard that, that you've a hundred times. Heard. So, but, but it, it was cool. And it took it back to like the mixtape era. That's it, like, a it's like, bit. it's like his mixtape greatest hits kind of. Yeah. Because he had built so much buzz before he had even officially dropped an album. Yeah. So, um, well, so, so far gone was like a mixtape, right? Right. Even though now that is that whole album is available on iTunes. Right. Like he, as did an something, album. he did something like this with that a few months ago, you know? Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But so speaking of Drake, I want to kind of transition into something that I actually saw recently on Twitter. And that was, there was a list circulating. I don't know who did it. It's funny to see like what gets traction, right? Yeah. Like what kind of goes like viral, whether it be YouTube or Twitter or whatever, like what really builds momentum. And so there's this list. Let me see if I can pull it up here. There's this list of rappers, a top 50. and Top 50 rappers? Top 50. And Joe Button is number three. And what's funny is people were like, yo, Joe Button must have wrote this list. I don't think he actually did. But here, I'll just run through a few of them. Jay-Z one, Nas two, Joe Button three, Styles P four. Really? Now, you know Styles P is my favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. Um, Styles P four, uh, they got Beanie Siegel at 11. They got uh, Pac at 15, Andre 3000, a few below that, DMX all the way down at 22, Drake at 23. Uh, That's well, blasphemous. They gave him the MJ number, though. Okay. Um, Eminem at 28. Okay. That's who's who's 50? Who's Mr. What do they call it? 50 Mr. is Lloyd Banks. 49 is Busta Rhymes. Uh, 48 is 50 Cent. Uh, they got Big Pun at 44. That's way too damn low. Cameron at 35. Uh, Stack Bundles at 42, RIP. Uh, so, man, 
it, it, it kind of got me thinking because we've discussed it a little bit on the podcast in several different episodes, right? Music is a big part of our lives, even though uh, you don't listen to music anymore, apparently. I but I do, I still, do, I still, do. Still a music aficionado yeah. of sorts, uh, specifically rap music, yeah. hip hop. That's what we grew up on that, you know, and that's kind of still, you know, I mean, that's- That's my genre I, of choice. It's same. I mean, I love r and I'm open to some other things, but for the most part, I'm a hip hop guy. And uh, man- it, it's it's so tough. You know, it kind of got me thinking a little bit, actually, as I was driving over here. It's sports is a lot more objective. Well, Music being you, an art do you is know, so subjective. Do you know why, in my opinion? Well, yeah, because there's stats and well, championships. Th- th- and, there's stats, so you can look like... But tip, But you could say... Well, go go ahead. I don't well, want to cut you th- off. There is stats. So like Hakeem Olajuwon averaged what he averaged. Right. Like, I don't know what it is, like his career averages. Right. But there's stats for music. Uh, yeah. It's a Sales, little, platinum it's, records. It's a little bit different because it's more, there's a, I guess there's more of an artistic uh, interpretation of like how it resonates with a specific person. Like, agreed. Uh, now, th- like I have basketball players, like my favorite and your favorite player for a long time was... T-Mac and then Baron Davis. Love Baron Davis. Love Baron Davis. And and when T-Mac was on the Magic, he was my favorite player in the NBA. T-Mac was never my favorite, but I I like T-Mac, but Baron Davis was my favorite. But but Baron Davis was my favorite, but he was, I mean, he was an all-star. Like no one would say he wasn't good at basketball, but he was never like a top five guy in the NBA. Right. No, for for sure. There's definitely some truth to that. I I think it's a lot more simplified if if you're looking at like the, the stats. When you're looking at music, I think what I've seen kind of as like, not the, the, the bargaining chip is not the right, uh, but like the leverage piece like or, the or, or, X factor or something. Yeah. Yeah. Is how many classic albums. Okay. Right. Like you look at Jay-Z and you look at his dis- discography, you look at Nas's discography and, and you can just say, okay, that was a dud. That was a classic. That was four stars. That was that was, eh, you know what I mean? And Four so, and a half mics. You, oh, wow. Your you, fave could the, never. The source. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there are a little bit that you can kind of compare that way. But no, you're right. It, it, it's art. It's music. What's going to resonate? That's a lot different than a guy who averages 30 points a game and shoots 40%. I mean, look, like you break down Steph Curry's game. You can like his game or not like his game. The way he plays and his personality can resonate with you or not. Yeah, 100%. But, what what is not even up for debate are the three pointers made you know shattered all the shooting records i mean you could even the championships you could kind of argue oh well he had a great team charles barkley never had that kind you know whatever like when you're talking about the all-time guys yeah there's a little bit of wiggle room there on the rings and like what teams guys were 100 but music is really, really subjective. So having said that, I mean, we've talked about this before. I think the best way to do it would almost be by era because it's uh, so hard to, co- how do you compare Drake and Biggie? Well, that, that's the thing. And I think in basketball, you also have to compare era, like very hard Now you could say like Michael Jordan is like the best player of all time. Correct. But I know a lot of old, like old timers that will say like Bill Russell's the, be- the best player of all time. Not really. Honestly, I, I hear you, but not really. Uh, when you look at when you look at the debate for the best player, th- there's really three guys in the mix at this point. It's Michael Jordan, 
LeBron James and Kareem and Kareem. I, I see. So I see a lot of people say Kareem also like not quite as old timers, but Kareem, his numbers justify it. Bill Russell obviously changed the game of basketball, won a ton of rings. I mean, when you talk about like building the culture on like a dynasty team, yeah. like it is him, but not too many people are bringing up Bill Russell in the greatest. Oh, sure, top ten or or whatever, but yeah. in the greatest ever. So, but one thing with him is I don't think that they even kept blocks as an official stat for like most of his NBA career, and he was a great defensive player. So it's like very you, you could argue him to the, quantify it. Yes and no. I mean, I think you could argue that he's the best defensive player of all time. But sure, be that as it may, he's still not better than Jordan. Yeah, I agree. He's still not better than I mean, LeBron. I, you know, I agree. So obviously, it's 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 tricky. You know, it, but it really. But here, here's where where I will say that I, I guess not agree with you because you weren't saying that as some kind of statement like Bill Russell is the greatest. But it's hard to compare eras. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're comparing movies. It doesn't. You know, I mean, like, how do you compare? Um, I guess movies are a little more comparable, but you know, you go back to like, I don't know, Casablanca or you know, you know, that's hard to the streetcar named desire, which is like a lot of people think is one of the best movies ever. Right. It's hard to compare even genres. Yeah. Right. How do you compare home alone? How do you compare Step Brothers, which for what it was is an incredible movie. Yeah. Dumb and dumber. How do you compare Ace Ventura? Those movies like laid out blueprints for years to for come comedy, yeah. for comedy. How do you compare that to a Tarantino flick? Yeah. You know, how do you compare that to, you know, Steven Spielberg, you yeah. know, and all these different, so it really, really is tough. And when you look at music, Christopher Nolan is another guy, exactly. one of my favorite guys. You, exactly. And, you know, you talk about, you talk about rappers, right. Or, or whatever it is, it really depends on the age of the people that, you're talking to yeah right like you and i are kind of in that 25 to 35 like range you know what i mean like i would say the 25 to 35 range and maybe even a little older maybe 25 to 40 okay would would pretty much i bet you the majority would say jay-z is the best yeah it's jay-z he's been around since the 90s 96 i think classic album yeah i can't remember exactly the year for reasonable doubt but classic after classic you and I were young kids when Biggie passed away. Yep. RIP. RIP. But, but, but we still kind of grew up on him yeah. because his music lasted on. And being that we were in New York City, Biggie was like just a part of the culture yeah. there. Um, the same could be said for Tupac, although for you and I, less so. Less you so. Know, I'm sure for, for, for kids that were growing up West in LA. West Coast guys, yeah. It, it, it was more Tupac. I've always been a Biggie over Tupac guy always. personally, even though... Tupac was able to put out quite a bit more music. So I mean, if you go song for song, accolade for accolade, Tupac might come out on top there. I mean, Tupac might have like eight. He's got a lot. He of might albums. have like eight albums before you know he passed away or whatever. He, 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 he's got he's got Biggie he's got has, a lot. He's got a lot. Yeah. Biggie doesn't have as much for sure, but it's just tough. And then like you talk about guys like I saw on this list like um, uh, Rakim, yeah. you know. And and going back even further than that, that's obviously before our time, right? That's like, if you talk to anyone who's like, say you're talking to, you know, a hip hop fan who's 43. Yeah. 
like they're gonna probably love rock him yeah you know may love the beastie boys you know love krs1 krs1 epmd like you know eric b and rock him you know And, and, and so and there's even a whole nother wave in front of that so oh like cool modi uh yeah yeah there's just there's a exact like from literally like when big daddy kane yeah yeah i think big daddy kane would be in the same uh era as rock oh really i think so okay but 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 it's those guys for us they don't really resonate with us like i can respect it i can appreciate that that's where rap music came from 100 percent. i can appreciate that back then people probably thought yo, this is just some fad. Yo, this is just some, this isn't going to last. And now hip hop is the one of the biggest genres out, yeah. you know, worldwide. So it's, I can appreciate it, but Rakim's never going to be on any of my top five lists, yeah. you know, or, or top 10 lists just because of the era that I grew up in. And in fairness, right, you can't expect a 17-year-old kid, a 16-year-old kid right now to really be like, I mean, a, a lot of 16-year-old kids right now might not even know who Styles P is. Yeah. You know? Not that Styles P would be on a top five list, you know, but even uh, you know, even Jay-Z. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you, you think kids who are 16 years old really gave 444 that much spin? Yeah. Probably not. Well, if you're 16, you're born in 2003. That's wild. I mean, I mean, it is wild, but I mean, even forget about that because you don't even get into music when it's not like you come right out of the womb and boom, just hit the ground running. Yeah. So it's like, you know, take like the last five or six years. Like you think little Wayne is going to resonate with that? Like that they're not, they're going to be like, nah, you know, you know, they're listening to the stuff right now. Yeah. Travis Scott's going to be on on their top five list. Yeah. You know, that's who's going to be on, on their Mount Rushmore, you know? And so I think the best way, it does make it more difficult, but I really do think that you almost almost have to take it by error. You almost have to take it by error. So for me, like, I don't think, for my top five, I don't think Nas makes the cut. And and that's hard for me because I love Nas. And and he's got two classic albums. Classic albums. Well, I mean, two classics, I mean, that's good for sure. it is, but I mean, a lot of people don't ever have a classic, you know. I mean, like well, take some of these, take some of these new age guys. I mean, you there's people that argue that Drake doesn't have a classic, you know. Like you say, like Drake's put out consistently great music, but is there an actual classic there? Like, like, like what's I would a say classic? Take, take care. care, take care. I would argue that he does, and I'm actually a huge Drake fan. I'm not one of those people that grew up on on Jay-Z and can't appreciate Drake. 100%. I you know th- there's I, mean, I love Drake. There's some of the new stuff that I really can't appreciate, but I can kind of appreciate a lot of it, yeah. you know? Like Young Thug, like I I think he's brilliant musically. Like I I I love what he does. He's he's, he's a he's a brilliant musical mind out. I I mean I, I think I, I, absolutely. You know, I love Travis Scott. You know, Travis Scott, I mean, and just, I've never been to a concert, but like what he does performance wise, it's incredible. Yeah, his energy is. It, it's incredible. Yeah. You know, Kanye's got to be in the mix. Drake has got to be in the mix. Um, ah, man, it, it, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. That's a, that's a very 
hard. I mean, that's a thing. I basically, I, I thought about it for quite a while. To your point, it, it is. It's very difficult. I, I, I have no problem nailing down top three, top five basketball players. Yeah. No problem at all. You know, giving my opinion. It's still just an opinion. hundred percent. Of course, at the end of the day. But with music, I just can't do it. Yeah. It's like the only thing that like stays consistent with me is that Jay-Z is number one. Yeah. And I, I think... But I think Drake has to be top five. I'm sorry. I think that he does. Oh, I think he has to be top five for sure. I mean, he has absolutely dominated the, a decade. Yeah. Dominated. And uh, I, I mean, I would 100% agree. So uh, Agree. So, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll, I know you and I both agree on Hove. Maybe this is something that we'll come back to periodically and kind of iron it out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think you could argue that DMX would be in, t- in the top five. I don't think you could argue that. I think that you, de- you definitely could argue that 100%. He's got classic albums. Well, I mean, I think some people might argue that I would never argue that, but you could argue that like, like it would be hard to argue that styles P was top five. A hundred percent. You could argue that DMX should be there. You could argue that Andre 3000 is there. Even if those aren't guys that you would put there, uh, you could argue that 50 cent was there. Yeah, I guess so. 50 cent really only has like one classic album. A, a lot of people love the follow-up to that. The massacre. Okay. A lot of people love that. I agree. Get Rich or Die Trying was, to me, is his only classic. There are some people that enjoy the massacre more, but I think that that might be a top five rap album all time. I would say top 10, just off the top of my head. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if if, if you're a guy that has a top 10 rap album all time, you got to be in the mix, you know? A hundred percent. So, and as you know, I love DMX. Uh, Rough Riders Anthem, and I've I think I've spoken about this before. The first time I heard that, it was like you know when you talk to like an old head, and it's like, oh, the first time they listened to ACDC, it's like their yeah. whole world changed. Yeah. When I listened to that song, I was like, wow, holy shit! Like, there's so much like out in the world that I don't know about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was R- Rough Riders Anthem was 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 uh, was man. That was I mean that 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 was that took over the summer yeah. in New York City, but. Um, it, it, it's so tough. It's so tough. I, we're not going to come to any resolution right now, but um, and I don't want to talk about it for 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 too too long. But it's uh, I saw the list and I started thinking, and I was like, man, I can't even compile a top five, much less a top fifty. So um, it is what it is. Now, what uh, what do we got? On the, damn, damn, time flies. We 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 ran into some to some long topics. Yeah, early on. Let's uh, let's jump over now because. I don't want, I, I hate it when we just have to rush through it. Let's jump over to the Patreon topics because just scanning through, there were some really good ones. I mean, half the topics there are stuff that we would have come up with ourselves yeah. because we're all kind of on the same uh, wavelength anyway. And it's kind of stuff that, you know, that that's kind of, that's what I love about podcasting is you can kind of incorporate everything that's like kind of a part of the culture and a part of, you know yeah, what your you're interests. into and yeah. your hobbies and your loves and and everything and you can kind of roll it all into one whereas on youtube like we just do like the sneaker stuff it's primarily only that this allows us to do so much more but um and having said that perfect segue did my phone die because okay there we go um i was like wow have you ever had that like your phone dies it's like at like 30 percent it just dies just shuts off uh, sometimes you know i'm not huge on i'm not being i'm not on my phone too much for that to happen it's uh it's rough it's hard out here 
You know it's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. I mean, very underrated movie. Oh, great movie. Very underrated. Um, Three Six Mafia got a Grammy off that or an Oscar. I, mean, I don't I would, know. That, 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 that movie was incredible. That movie was really, really incredible. All right, I'm going to open this up. Let's open this up. I eat. Wow. Wow. We, we, we got 20 here. Wow. A few more came in. Man. All right. So we, we may have to speed round okay, some I'm, of these. I'm, I'm ready for right, any so kind of round you want. Let's, let's start it off. We're going to go from the bottom up. Here we go. So the homie Zane. Will we ever have a decade like the 90s when it comes to so many great basketball movies? White Men Can't Jump. Uh, that's he said that hit, that's his personal number one of all time. I would agree with that. Um, that's depending, the options since 2000 have been limited. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first. I buckets. was going to say that, uh, white man can't jump is potentially my favorite movie of all time next to the big Lebowski. Like those are so my transcends sports, like not even just putting yeah, it in yeah. the sport genre. Yeah. Like those are my two favorite movies. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. I might throw snatch in the mix a little bit below that. Yeah. I mean, there's, but white men can't jump. That, that's my favorite, but to Zane's point, now he didn't list them there, but to Zane's point, let's talk about this. So you got, he got game and I don't know the exact years for these, but this was the era. Yeah. You got white men can't jump. That was like early nineties above the rim, right? Above the rim. Uh, he got game. Uh, you had some, some other classics that were kind of, not in of the same ilk as those ones. They weren't like urban, but you had Hoosiers. Blue chips. Well, uh, Hoosiers is like old, I think. No, no, Hoosiers. Yeah, when did Hoosiers come out? I want to say that came out in like the early 80s. So so I'm just talking basketball movies. Yeah, I guess. I no, guess, no, no. Uh, Blue chips is definitely 90s. Blue chips is 90s. Yeah, Hoosiers is older, but I want to get a fact check on that. Um, th th This face ID is an absolute fucking nightmare. Holy. Um, you got you to gotta take it off there, chief. Okay, so uh, sometimes it's really practical. I would but, say um, that it's almost never practical. For, for me, it's very practical, but it's not practical for me when I have a microphone between my face and the phone and I'm trying to read it. So Hoosiers came out in 86. So it's almost right there. I, I, I was thinking maybe it was like in 90, 91. But okay, Hoosiers came out in 86. Uh, you and I weren't watching it in 86, yeah. obviously. But um, so I, I guess I was grouping that in because when I watched Hoosiers was around the same time I yeah. watched White Man okay. Can't Jump. So, but we won't include that. So there's like the air up there. Did you say that already? No, I didn't say the air up yeah, there. Yeah, so like- I which, said blue chips. Which obviously the air up there, it's like Kevin Bacon, like recruiting in Africa. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like- What's um, shaking? It's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Your fave could never. That's Kevin Bacon, right? I believe he's that the movie? one, yeah. I, I hope I didn't, I, I didn't just like imagine that. No, I think that's Kevin Bacon, but it's- I don't think so. I don't think that was kind of that era was like craving, like, especially with the white men can't jump and he got game. It's like, it was where everything met, right? It was like where hip hop met like basketball met like urban culture, just, just kind of everything, yeah. you know? And it was, it's, it's kind of like culminated into those movies I don't know. I, I'm not going to say never, but I don't foresee a run like that anytime soon. I guess neither do I. Yeah. There was a few other ones too. Uh, there's one that I'm thinking of, uh, man, was it called, uh, like basket Hank gathers was in it. Um, Hank gathers was in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So you never watched that one. No, I don't, was, uh, I don't know if it was called basketball heaven. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, 
Let me think. Uh, oh, also, also, how could we forget? I, I, I guess I was thinking more of like the urban shit or whatever, but Space Jam. Oh yeah, Space I mean, Jam. I, now, now they're remaking it. You know, the jury's still out on that one, but Space Jam that was '96. Yeah, Love and Basketball, I believe was 2000. Okay, I believe that was 2000 or 2001. So kind of right at the tail end of that. Yeah, that's a lot of basketball movies. Let me see if I can find. Uh, oh, there was Hoop Dreams. That's not '90s though. That came out in like '87. Hoop Dreams? No, with Arthur Agee. No. Check it. No, I, no, I remember when it was in the movie theater. Oh really? Yeah. No, no, it didn't come out. Eight, oh, no, well, no. I think they started ninety four. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. They, so they started it in in, in eighty four. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a ten year documentary. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. No, but Hoop Dreams is a nineties flick. Okay. Best basketball documentary to date. I mean, it's incredible. Um, a lot of people would say it's the best doc, one of the best sports documentaries ever. Yeah, I wouldn't even be mad at that. Um, here's Coach Carter in two thousand and five. So that's kind of on the other, and that, that's no longer that era. Um, oh, Basketball Diaries, 1995. That was more of a drug movie. Yeah, that was more of like a... Here's a fun fact. Here, everyone listening, here, here we go. You, you, you ready for a little fun fact? Um, they filmed Basketball Diaries at my high school. Now, it was before I was in high school yeah. um, that they were filming that, but they filmed the, the gym that they're playing in, Leonardo DiCaprio, you know? Maki Mock. Maki Mock. It's that is at LaSalle Academy, which is where I went to high school on the Lower East Side. Um, your fave could never. Your fave could never, baby. The Sixth Man, ninety-seven. Oh, Marlon Wayans. Um. Oh, how do we forget this one? Sunset Park. Oh, it's time to get live. live. It's, it's time, time to, to represent, represent Sunset Park. Park. What time is it? Classic. Oh man, Air Bud was in ninety-seven. Here's the air up there, and yes, Kevin Bacon confirmed. Um. What else we got here? Oh, so I can't see. Ah, man. So maybe that movie, it was, uh, man, damn it. It's, it's fine. It's, we have enough. We've named yeah, enough yeah, we, sports. We, we, we have named enough. I don't think that they're going to, I don't think that that will be duplicated. I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I, I have such a, I want to deep dive every subject. Yeah, yeah. And we just can't deep dive no, every no. subject. Like we could... That alone could be an entire podcast 100%. episode. The music could be a three-part. I, mean, yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. A trilogy. Al Scott, what's the best outdoor basketball court you both played on? Hmm, that's a good question, Al. So, so um, when when he says best basketball court, best quality, best as in like the aesthetic of it, and like like you know having glass backboards or like the um like history and nostalgia and everything and like the the comp the 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 competition and and the um what's the word i'm looking for the oh, aura man. ah nah some whatever you know the um not accolades but oh okay whatever so the recognition of being like a classic court yeah so i would say my favorite court um of all time my favorite court of all time is a court well, it's it's two courts. Okay. Neither of which has any uh, like fame or notoriety or whatever. Um, but uh, the one is the one that they just tore down on 47th Street. Um, they took the hoops out and yeah. turned it into like a hipster garden now, which I, I feel angry about. Yeah. Um, that That's a court that you and I grew up at. Um, also, DeWitt Clinton Park 
um, on like 51st street, um, on the West side. That's, uh, that's another New York city court that you and I, well, I guess me more than you, but I was more in the 47th street. You were more 47th street. Yeah. So, um, those are two courts that will always like have a special place in my heart. But as far as the best court, I would say Dykeman. Um, you know, I never played there. Yeah, yeah, Dykeman, um, which is 200th Street, you know, uptown Manhattan. Um, I lived very close to there um, for a portion of my life. I lived in Washington Heights on 191st Street, so Dykeman was just down the road. Um, I played there at 13 years old. I was the first white kid, I think, ever to play in Dykeman, like legit. <laughs> like it Your was. Your fave could never. Th- th- this was back before the glass backboards. This was back before it became a little bit more well-known and commercialized. And uh, yeah, 13 years old, I was in there hooping. And uh, so, but I've, I've played in Rucker. I mean, I, most of the New York, New York City is like the summer basketball mecca, even though now the Drew and even what they're doing in D.C. I forget the name of it off the top of my head. D.C. and Jamal Crawford in, in, uh, in Seattle, Seattle has like a big s- yeah. summer pro-am thing. Yeah, so there's some really, really good summer scenes. Back then, New York City had it on Smash. Yeah. Um, oh, I think the Goodman or w- what's the D.C. one called? Damn it, we really need a fact checker. We um, don't need a fact checker and it doesn't matter. But. Um, so, but I would say, so, so New York City being the mecca of all of that, and me growing up in New York, New York City, playing in every single one of those yeah. parks. I mean, I've played in like every park in New York City. Yeah, you know the famous ones, the not famous ones, all of them. You know, so just pick up basketball, just shooting by myself, or playing in in very well known leagues or whatever. So, um, you know, I played AAU with the Gauchos. So, you know, Gauchos Gym, you know, right off of Jerome Ave. That's like that's a New York City basketball staple. You know, here's outdoor court. Here's something. No, Gaucho's gym? No, no, that, I mean that's the question is outdoor court, I think. No. No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just saying I already answered oh, Dykeman. Okay. okay. But I'm just saying as far as basketball goes in New York City, like I grew up basically if if this is back when the rucker was like booming. Yeah. And when it would rain out, when, it, when obviously the rucker is outside, yeah. you know, 155th, but when it would rain. They would play the games at Gaucho's gym. Okay, okay, yeah. So we'd have AAU practice, and then all of a sudden, Vince Carter's coming in the gym to play. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was crazy. So, um, but I would say Dykeman. Dykeman is 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 the best court that I've played at. Uh, we also did go out and mess around at the Venice Beach courts. Yeah, which just jumping back to white men can't jump real quick. It was legendary for me. Right, the I home dunked, of Billy Hoyle. Yeah, I dunked on the hoop. I was like, wow, this is one of the most. You did it, man. Iconic things. It's uh, it's incredible. I I really want to uh, do this DC basketball summer, um, and see see what we get here. I, I want to say it's the, please something come up here. No, I'm gonna have to. It, it drives me crazy. Maybe I'll wait till you're talking and and then I'll do a little thing there and and jump back. Okay. To it. So what's what's the next question? Gabriel Tabib, will you ever release another hat? Other accessories? Um, yes, we will. Um, as far as a hat goes, I'm sure we'll do a hat. There's nothing in the works right now. Um, there is a Patreon only, um, fanny pack that I think is hands down the best fanny pack that we've done with uncivilized. Um, so that will be available exclusively to, um, Patreon members. Yep. Um, and we have some other accessories in the works as well. So, um, stay tuned for that stuff. A hat is not slotted right now, but yes, I'm, I'm sure at some point we'll definitely do a hat. Um, all right. What is face ID haunting me? 
haunting me badly. You can also just like turn the lock off for like Heath this time period. Yeah, but I don't even know where it's at. I'd have to go in there. You know, we're doing it live right now. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Do what it does live. that mean? What does that mean? Heath Breckenridge. Ever been to Seattle or the PNW? PNW is Portland? Uh, Pacific Northwest. Oh, Pacific Northwest. Okay. I thought that was like the airport code. At, no, that's PDX. PDX. For Portland. Okay. Um, I have never been to Seattle, which is a shame because I love coffee. And I have never been to Portland, even though you didn't say that. I, I, well, outside the Pacific Northwest. I, I, I was in Washington briefly, but only passing through when I was playing basketball professionally in Canada. And so. In Vancouver. Yeah. So I flew into. Uh, Vancouver, Washington, I think. Yep. And then we drove to Vancouver, Canada. Um, yeah. I've been there. It's beautiful. I've been to Portland. Yeah, yeah you, you have been there. It, it, it's I, definitely on my list. I would like to get there before 2019 is up. I don't know if it's necessarily going to happen. 2020, out here. PNW. PNW, here I come. Yeah, it, it's beautiful. I mean, it rains a lot, I guess, but it, it's it's beautiful. And, you know, the, the basketball scene out there is good. The coffee scene out there is good. The sneaker scene. I mean, Nike and all of them got their headquarters yeah. out there. Um, so PNW, stay tuned. Your fave could never. <laughs> why, why do you keep saying that? Maddie Ice, stance on robes. I'll let you answer this one. Uh, I mean, I don't really have a stance. I don't own a robe. Maybe I would like to own a robe. I don't have enough free time to just be wearing a robe walking around the house, like reading the newspaper, drinking a coffee. Like these are... These are goals. You ever heard of goals AF? Your fave could never. I, oh, uh, here's my thing. I like the idea of robes. It feels very luxurious. You know, I'm a very luxurious man. Yeah, it's, that's, that's my thoughts exactly. I was born in the bodega that raised me like Mowgli. Here's the thing. I like to do luxurious shit, but without losing sight of where I come from. Yeah. So I want to be in like a velvet, robe burgundy of course yeah burgundy boys gang 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 i, I want to be in a burgundy robe like standing on a new york city corner outside of a bodega eating a bacon egg and cheese off of like a gold encrusted plate from like the queen elizabeth estate or something like okay, that like wow. that's, so I, that, that's the type of shit i'm into uh, so i i'm gonna backtrack and i'm gonna say i would like to i would enjoy that maybe on a fire escape i'm not trying to go outside I could do it on a fire. I'm not trying to be, I want to have the security of a home while I wear a robe. Like I'm not trying to wear a robe in public. I I respect it. Here's the thing. I like the idea of robes. I never wear them. And, and, and and I guess that's, that's where I'll leave it. One day I hope to uh, wear a robe and do something very luxurious and very hood at the same time. Yeah. One thing that I'll say, I guess, is that in Florida, when you get out of the shower, it's like you're not cold. You know, like that feeling of like what you. you well, it know. depends what, what you have the AC set to. No, but I mean, it's like if you're like, well, I guess most people have that have the AC super brick. You know, I, I mean, it just kind of it, depends. It's different though when you're like it's like 30 degrees outside I guess and you get point out taken, of the shower and you're just like, holy shit, it's cold right now. Point taken, especially if you don't have heat, which is something that we've dealt with yeah. on, on more than I, one. I guess that occasion. was the the. Uh, ramification? Nah, I don't know. Not quite. Ca- but, caveat? But by the way, the DC League is called uh, the Goodman League. Okay. I was right. Okay, yes. there we go. That was that, that, that was gnawing at me. Okay, uh, what's up next? Uh, Aaron White, best concert you've ever been to? Uh, you and I aren't big concert guys, but... Uh, I have an answer, but... We went to one concert. 
Well, we went to one concert together. I've been to a couple different concerts. Uh, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. 50 Cent. It was, it we was were, right around we Get were, Rich or Die Trying. He was wearing the bulletproof vest. Yep. He, there was like these things to hold the speakers on the side and he climbed He climbed up. like 40 feet in the air. And then he was hanging off. Like he let go of his feet and he was just hanging his body. It, it was wild. It, it was incredible. I, I would agree that that would also be, be mine. And uh, Buckets and I were young whippersnappers, and, and and that one was really, really dope. But again, I'm not really like a concert goer I, per se. I have a hot take, which is concerts, specifically like rap concerts, are not that good. Because I saw Outkast in concert. I love Outkast. Right. They were huge. They were awesome. The concert was just- It just depends. Some people, some people love them. Some people like really, really love them. Like some people go to Travis Scott concerts and just like rage the fuck I, out. His concerts just depends. are- like an experience, I think. So some people love them. I, I mean, I, 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 you and I aren't really concert guys, but through all genres of music, people love concerts. Not everyone. Well, what I was going to say is I don't like concerts because I don't, like I can listen to the music better at my house. Yeah, it's, it's about the performance and the experience and, and, and the connecting with the, whoever the artist, the artist is. is. Okay, and, okay, and okay. Connecting with the other people there. But, you know, 50 Cent definitely... Uh, Definitely is my favorite that I've been to. Um, I second that. Nick Bastoki, Mount Rushmore of mullets. Okay, I saw that and I wrote down four. This is a deep dive for me. I, I, I'm gonna let me go. If you already wrote them down, I didn't. I, I didn't actually think about it really, but um, I, I I thought about it a little bit. I'm gonna say Andre Agassi. Okay, that's my number one. I'm gonna say he's my number one. Oh man, <sighs> this is tough. This is really really tough. I'm gonna say. Um, oh man. Okay. I don't got, I don't got time for you. You, 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 you keep on formulating your thought. Andre Agassi, number one, okay. number two, I'm just going to go sports first. Okay. Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Number three, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze is on my list. And four, Joe Dirt. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to, Patrick Swayze is on my list. He was a guy that I thought of previously. I'm going to say Agassi, Swayze, Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, great mullet. One of the yeah, best. I'm going Ellen DeGeneres, and I'm leaving the fourth spot open. Okay. Rotating. Uh, uh, rotating we'll, door. We'll, Your fave we'll, could never. Exactly. We'll, we'll come back to that. Please stop saying no, that. No, no. Oh, my. I'm going to title. Is, go. uh, I am going to title this podcast, Your Fave Could Never. Okay. Uh, please. No more. No, no. It's got to um, keep going. All right. Uh, what do we got here? The Cali Boricua. One move that when you're flipping oh one movie okay one movie that when you're flipping through tv channels and come across it you have to finish watching no matter what part of it you stumble upon i'm gonna say white men can't jump and keep it moving i'm gonna say heat heat's a good one i, I don't i, I white I, men can't jump i feel like they play a lot like on like tnt and shit um, i feel like i've never seen it on tv i also don't watch tv so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say white men can't jump okay I'm going to say uh, um, Law and Order, which is always on TV. <laughs> and no I matter always, time and I always day, watch it. No matter location, and I always watch it. So I'm going to say- Elliot Stabler. Exactly. Dun, I'm, dun. I'm, oh, classic. And, and it's literally always on. doesn't matter if it's two in the afternoon or two in the morning. Okay, what do we got here? Favorite cart- Adolfo. Favorite cartoon shows. Um, okay. Favorite cartoon shows. I'm, I'm, I'm going to- The Simpsons. The Simpsons. I'm gonna say the Simpsons and keep it moving. Um, I loved X Men. X Men. That, that was a good one. X Men. X Men. X Men. Men, dude. There's there's multiple. Okay. X Men. X Men. Uh, and I loved Dexter's Laboratory when I was a young, young uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Animaniacs was another. I mean, there's a lot of really good ones. There's a, but but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna um 
I'm going to keep it classic and, and stay with the Simpsons. Um, what tattoo do you guys plan on getting next? Okay. Um, I'm going to... My next tattoo is going to be a boxer, not the dog, but an actual... A pugilist. Like an old school boxer with like a mustache and yeah, I'm going to get a boxer. Jack Dempsey. Buckets is going to get... I'm going to get two people dancing, potentially. Two people dancing. Yeah. Not mad at it. Yeah. Tuxedo, formal wear, traditional style tattoo. When you go to the big dance, you dance with the one who brought you. Amen. Wise words. Wise, wise words actually ties into boxing joe frazier used yeah. that that very phrase to, to prove a point i don't know if he said it or if they said that about him okay. about his left hook fair enough fair enough um what else we got here did i skip one okay um mj uh let's talk about how StockX got hacked and all of our info is being sold on the dark web the dark web scares me very scary we listened to that one podcast silk road and i've never recovered yeah it's very very scary stuff as far as the stock x thing goes i i guess i'm less concerned with it than what other people seem to be i'm i just change your password our info is out there yeah like dude like you 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 have a thought in the shower and you get out and open your phone and there's an ad on it yeah like you're thinking about like Oh man, I, you know, I really need uh I could really use a new basketball. Yeah. And, and you open your phone and it's like basketball's for sale right here. Click yeah. here. Like you know, our info's out there already anyway. I, I changed my password right away. 100%. Changed my password. Other than that, I'm not really sweating it. And here's my thing with StockX. Now, we've actually worked with StockX. But here's my thing. We could work with Goat app. Yeah. We could work with eBay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've you know, and we have done some stuff with them. We started to work almost exclusively with StockX because it was the, the best, best option. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, anytime you're dealing with like aftermarket stuff, right? You know, Travis Scott ones or, you know, any really sought after sneaker, right? Um, the uh, Sakai LDV waffle, yeah. we won't go too sneaker centric here, but anytime you're dealing with these super sought after Yeezys, right? Like, there's going to be some pros and cons to like, none of these sites are perfect, but we found StockX to be the best. So maybe I'm a moron, but I don't think I'm not too worried about um, my info on the dark web. I'm sure it's already there. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. I just changed my password. Have a strong password is what I say and, and change it. And change it. Put an exclam in there. Put a question mark. So throw, throw some different uh, symbols. Yeah. You know, put an at symbol in there. Don't use your dog's name, all right? Yeah. I know you love your dog. We love our dogs. Don't do it. Yeah. Bad idea. Um, Kelly Finn, the Bachelorette finale. Kelly, hello. Kelly, fuck you, dude. Hey, Kelly, how you doing? Um, Kelly is a good friend of ours. Um, So the Bachelorette finale, you and I- I didn't know what happened. I did. You and I are not Bachelorette watchers, but our sister is an avid Bachelorette. And and one of my- Best Good friends. friends, okay, is an avid bachelorette. Yeah, hardcore. People gamble on it. It's like fantasy football, but for the bachelorette. Yeah. I did look at what happened in the finale. I didn't watch anything for the season. This is what it came down to. There were two dudes, Jed and Tyler. Okay, wow, some classic me names. Me personally. Do they I, have mullets? Me, no. Me personally, I thought Tyler was more hot. I thought he was hotter, personally. Okay, okay. okay? She picked Jed. 
Okay, so went with the less Very hot. dramatic. She picked Jed and, uh, you know, decently hot, just, you know, not as hot. And all around guy. It turns out he had a girlfriend before going on the show and like went on the show because it was going to boost his music career. Oh, or, wow. I mean, isn't that why they're all on the show? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are they? I'm, I'm let's, li- not, let's not be naive. Your fame li- could never. Li- listen to the premise of this. I mean, it's like, you know, go on a show, look for love. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's like both of these dudes bought rings. Both of these dudes had proposals ready. You can't do that. I, I mean, you can't like, just think about it. Think about doing that in like the real world, right? So you're on Tinder, right? You're on <laughs> Tinder. It all starts on Tinder. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Starts on Tinder. So you're on Tinder, right? Or Bumble or whatever one of these apps, you know, yeah. I don't even know all the apps, but so, and you're dating 20 different people. Number one, it's impossible to date that many people consistently because I mean, it's just time management. Exactly. If if you're in the real world and you work a regular job, how do you possibly do that? Right. But they structure this whole show. It's like Tinder on steroids. Right. And as it gets more and more serious, it's so weird. And not only that, but you have to see it all develop in front of you. So Tyler is supposedly madly in love with her, whether he is or not, I have no idea, but he's supposedly madly in love with her. Um, I can't even think of the, Jed, of, the Jed. of her name. Her name's. Oh her, no, Jed. I no, no, so- I can't think of her name. Okay. So yet her and Jed are also madly in love with each other. Just think about doing that. Like if you like just work at like Publix or Target or Kroger or no. like, just like some regular person. Right. Yeah. And like simultaneously, building two relationships up with marriage as like a very quick end goal. Yeah. Like, Hey, Hey guys, in a couple, in a couple of months here, you know, we got to be tying the knot. Yeah. We got to be getting married. We got to be getting engaged. So what do they do? Just get divorced afterwards? I don't know. So I, I guess they broke up because she found out that there was all this stuff and whatever. So she picked the one dude and then it didn't end up working out anyway. So then, my thing is there. Then are you like, and again, I don't watch you're like, the episode. Yo Tyler, what's up dude? Yo Tyler. What's up, dude? Your I mean, you just, you just pull up on them on some Boston shit. Yeah. You know, yo, Tyler, what's up, dude? You know? That was you, wicked you were, bad, dude. You were wicked hotter anyway, dude. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I really don't know. Those shows, to me, they're too stressful. That euphoria is too stressful for, for its own set of reasons. Bachelorette's too stressful. Well, there's the Bachelor and man. the Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a simple man. It's, uh, it, it's, 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 it's too intense for your boy. Okay. You know? She's, I saw a little clip just on the internet, you know, when, when I Googled it, cause I wanted to see who won and she's in the back of this limo or the back of this car or whatever, going to see these guys. And she's got to tell one of them, Hey, you know, you're canceled. And the other guy, Hey, we're getting married. And she's like panicking in the back seat. And she's like, pull over, let me out. She's like sitting down on the ground. She's like, I can't, I can't do it. It's, and I feel her. That's hard. I wouldn't be able to do it. Look, look, we can't even pick what mullets we like yeah. best. I mean, I you can, know, you can. You know, how are you going to pick? You know, I can't even pick what I want for lunch. How am I possibly going to pick between two people that you have two months with each and you're like trying to fall in love with each? I, I don't know. It, 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 it's, listen, I'm going to stick to Chipotle or Chick-fil-A. Those are the stressful decisions that... I accept in my life. Okay, so I got a little, this is a quick sidebar. Hit it, hit, do I it saw, quick. I saw a thing, they did like the top 15 hamburger places 
in and out was number one. Shake Shack, not even on the list. Pathetic, burn the list, and, and whatever publication, whoever did that, fire them all. <laughs> okay, then number two that is, is horseshit. that chicken restaurants, chicken fast food restaurants are now overtaking burger places. For sure, Chick because they're better. number one. And yeah, Raising I mean, Cane's, which I've never been to, is number two. Yeah, because, I mean, they're better. And even, like, PDQ, and, and, and there's, like, other, like, chicken is, it's harder to mess up, I think, or it's easier to do it good. I mean, like, you go and get a burger from a place, like, it's just. I don't know. Ah, uh, man, I mean, there's I, some I, bad burger joints I mean, out I, there. I mean, I agree. Yeah, but if you do it right, I mean, I do agree. I, I think more people like chicken than, like, red meat also. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I do, Chick-fil-A is my favorite fast food place, even though I think it's overrated, which I've said a million times. All right. Okay. O on to the next, on to the next. Um, Just Jack, if you could change one thing that's happened to you in your life, what would it be and why? Ah, you and I don't really live that way. Uh, no regrets. No regrets. Uh, not even one vowel. I would bring uh, my dog back. That's what I would, that's what I would do. Styles P, I would, I would bring him back. He's still with us. I would bring him back in the physical. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean, he he was my Netflix buddy. Man. Yeah, okay. I mean, these guys incredible. I'm not mad at that. I, I I'm 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 bringing my pup back, and I we need to sign a petition. We need to send it up to heaven. We need to send it up to God. Dogs, they got to live longer. Okay, they're too good. They're too good. You know, let's have them. Let's have them uh, live to fifty. Okay, I was gonna say thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. I would love it. I would love it. You know, eighty even better. Okay, even better. So, uh, that, but yeah, no, as far as like regrets go, I, I don't have any, everything that happened to me, good, bad, not even like regular it made you the man you it, are. Today. It's led me to this moment, the, which this, is growing a mullet and a mustache. Yeah, yeah. Which is a place where we're on 37 episodes. Your fave could never. And I'm doing Please it. Please stop. I'm not going to stop for the love uh, of everything. It's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, I wish, how does the saying go? I wish. I knew then what I know now when I wanted to be what I don't know. I've never, I, I, I don't I even know. It. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Dad used to say it. Arfaja. I wish, I wish I knew then what I know now when I wanted to be, ah, I, I'm going to have to call him up okay, after this. Okay. I'm going to have to call him up. Do I call him up on the air? No, no. Real quick. hundred percent not. Man. Okay. I think I'm gonna. Let me just see real quick. I don't think this saying's that important. I it, it's it's uh it's not it's the principle of the matter. Okay. It's the principle of the matter. You, you got this whole I'm thing. I'm not gonna put him on speaker because he wouldn't like that. Okay. He wouldn't like a random speaker. Let's see if he answers. We are live. Yo, Dad. Yo, we're we're right in the middle of uh, recording the podcast. You're not on speakerphone or anything, but I, we buckets and I were talking about that one saying that that you told me. Um, I wish I w I wish I knew then what I know now. How does that go? I wish I was. Oh, plot twist! Neither one of us remembers it. Damn it. I, w I wished I was what I was. Oh, I wished I was. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you very much. Adios. Okay. I was way off. Oh, okay. Samsonite. <laughs> I was way off. Okay. I wished I was what I was. I forgot it already. Wow. What I wished that, I was. That's I, I wish unbelievable. I, I, no, I was oh. trying for there not to be too much like silence on this end. Yeah. 
but it, it was it was I I would have had to put him on speaker. I wished I was what I was. I wished I was what I was when I wanted to be what I am now. Okay, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. That's another one of those riddles. Profound. Faja is full of riddles. Yeah. Um. No regrets. Oh, no regrets. Okay. Okay. That was a train wreck. That was, and I just accidentally pocket dialed them again. And by pocket dialed, I mean tried to open my phone, the face ID, screwing me up. I'm putting in the code, calls him back. Yeah. Okay. Um, Joe Wilkinson, will you be coming to the UK anytime soon? Uh, Joe, we hope so. W- we love the UK. We went to London. It was absolutely awesome. Um, we have Gr- some great good, time. We have some great friends from London. Yep. Um, and so I don't think 2019, I wouldn't say UK is in the works, but for 2020 for sure. Okay. 2020. UK, we out here. Jonathan Lopez, how long do you wait before texting someone back? Jonathan, it's a very good question. And that depends on who it is. I'm going to say I answer when I see it. It depends on who it is. I'm never like, ah, I'll look at that in an hour. We're never in the middle, like filming a podcast and or recording a podcast. No, I, yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I'm not really looking at my phone in I that guess- situation. I agree. If I have my phone and someone texts me, I text them back. I'm not trying to be like Mr. Too Cool Guy. Yeah, I'm um, not trying to leave you on like unread for like a day oh yeah, and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's not my style. But maybe he means before double texting, before texting again, in which case it depends on the person and what their average duration of response time is. It, there's a whole algorithm. Yeah, yeah. You have to factor it in. I can't tell you the exact algorithm or I'd have to kill you. But yeah, it's like Amazon. Exactly. You're paying good ever. Exactly. Please. <laughs> Stop. That has to be like 20 times. No, no. I'd say, Please. It's, I'd say it's around 12, but Please, it's no not going to stop no matter how much you ask. No more. Um, Eric Yasso, fantasy football question, wide receiver or running back with the first pick? Eric, wide receiver. Running backs get hurt too much. They're a dime a dozen. You, you can get a good, you can get receivers too, but you can get a good running back off the waiver wire. You can get a good running back later on. Antonio Brown? And honestly, to be honest with OBJ. you. OBJ. OBJ is going to, is going to have a good year. Um, but here's the thing. It also depends on where you're picking, right? If you're pick, and it depends on where your competitors, who they're picking. Yeah. Like if they're all picking running backs in the first round and you're picking eighth, sure. Pick the best receiver in the, in the entire league. Yeah. You know, if, if they all take all the receivers off the board, Go ahead and snag. Oh, okay. Go ahead and snag Sh- a ego. Okay, yeah, exactly. It's you know it, it, it kind of depends on what league you're in and what they're doing. Uh, Spiro uh, wants to know another fantasy football question. Who's your top QB in fantasy football? Um, I haven't played fantasy in several seasons. I I was I was leaning towards maybe playing this season, but I don't think I'm gonna. It's just again like euphoria. It's like bachelor, like bachelor, too stressful. It's too stressful for your boy. I'm just, I'm a simple man. I'm not built that complexly. I can't take all that intensity. Yeah. Um, having said that, I'm going to say, I want to say Eli Manning, but of course not. Um, I'm going to say that would be a little bit of a joke, even though he did beat Brady twice head to head, just yeah. throwing that out there. Well, but Patrick Mahomes is the best. Fantasy. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes and, uh, Drew Brees is probably great. Um, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes, and I think that, uh, well, why am I going blank on his name right now? Uh, the dude from, uh, oh, Baker Mayfield. I, oh, the I Browns. Think, I think with the team they've assembled, I think he's going to have a, a really, really good fantasy season as well as a regular season. But yeah, I think Mahomes has to be number one, even okay. though I'm not a fantasy guy per se. Um, okay, I like it. Rem- so uh, Austin... Diatri, reminder about the Italian food Mount Rushmore. We don't have time to do that justice right now. We will 100% get into that on the next episode. 
I, I will write that down and we will we will deep dive that a little bit. Okay. Uh, what else is here? Edwin Gonzalez, if you had to join any branch of the military, which would it be and why? P.S. Navy is the best. Don't at me. Edwin, respect. Respect, dog. I guess Navy. I don't know enough about it. I would say, I'm going to say the Army, and here's why. Because I'm afraid of heights, so the Air Force, probably out. I'm afraid of the ocean. The Navy, probably out. Okay. Army. Army is is what's left. Okay. So there it is. Just crawling through just very difficult conditions okay you know but at least i'm on land yeah at least i'm on land you're a land mammal exactly exactly uh there's a few more here i think but we don't really have time and 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 i don't really really want to rush it adolfo who already asked a couple questions um said thoughts on mexican food love Uh, it adolfo come on (laughs) come on if you don't like mexican food i hate you're no friend of mine yeah Yeah, I, i want no i don't trust a person who doesn't thoroughly enjoy mexican food i agree i mean it's absolutely delicious and i'm gonna i'm gonna call it nutritious delicious as well. and nutritious yeah and auspicious okay so well, there's a lot of things there i see buckets is okay got, I, I got several topics and we you, don't really have time for unbelievable them. unbelievable speed round us speed round I, us i mean did you I, see, I have a few random thoughts myself that i wasn't able to get to well I, that's great because you talked about drake for an hour and a half let me get to two of them okay really quickly number one dick is a bad name for um a human being yeah like and d- listen i know your great-grandfather's name was richard i mean we got richards in our family you know listen it's no disrespect i'm not disrespecting your great-grandpa but what yeah. i'm saying is don't name your kid richard because you know dick is the short for yeah. it you well, know richie I, I you know no listen don't name your kid richard i'm just saying and like i said that's no disrespect to the richards out there but i'm just saying dick is not a good name and when you're getting Parmesan cheese, you know, when you're out at Carrabba's or the Olive Garden, wherever you're at, oh, you're wow. get, classy, classy, classy joints. Yeah, I'm okay. a classy dude. You know what I mean? And when you're getting Parmesan, I always want more Parmesan than what they put on. But they're like, okay, tell me when. And they're doing it. And after like three Mississippi, you kind of feel like a dickhead. So you're like, oh, okay, that's enough. Oh, no, but, I just tell them. Keep but it, really, I, you want more. I tell them, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it coming. I make it like a joke. So it's not an awkward I need it thing. Like a, I need it like a, like a six or seven count. But, it, but I, I always I always chicken out. All right, you're okay. up. Okay, you're up. Did you see the number neighbor thing? I did see the number neighbor thing. So it's where you text the number that is one digit higher or lower than all you. All that stuff seems staged I, and rigged to me. So that's what I was going to say. All those things and like all these like text message. All these Twitter viral things, not just with the number neighbor, but like text your ex, text your mom, text your this. Well, it's a, all bullshit. Anything, I remember I saw one where it was like, a guy, t- they were in a traffic jam and a guy was selling his truck and it was his number and it was like, buy this truck. And he texted the number and he's like, yo, dude, you got the truck for sale? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, like, are you interested? He says, no, I'm just behind you in a traffic jam. I don't believe it. I- so so, what's your take on the number, neighbor? Fake. Okay, I agree. Staged. I, I agree. Like, like, there's one where like they're giving life advice and like all this stuff. Like, I know I saw one that was real and it was like, yo, you're my number neighbor. No response. Okay, good. That's real. That really happened. Yeah, agreed. All okay. right, what, what else you got for us? Speed round. I don't like how Venmo and I, I love Venmo. I love Square app, Square Cash, whatever. The money apps. Yep. I love them. I don't like how they're trying to make it social media. It's just it, too like, many people in my business. No, no, like, like I got my, I got my thing set on private. Like, you're not going to know what i sent to who for what and then there's other people like it's like they're trying to count my pockets i hate it i don't like it and then there's the people that are on there 
and they know that you're like looking. So they're like for the epic shit. Yeah, doing like, doing it for like, the gram and doing it for the mo. Yeah, yeah like do, doing it for the square. Yeah, like Damn. they're trying to vague book. Like so, people are like, "Yo, what'd you do, dude?" Yeah. Oh and, man, that what would they do? Yeah. Wow, that Damn. was fun. They had a good weekend. What did Joe and Chris do? Yeah. Man, there's a there's a uh, a spaghetti emoji and a robot and damn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into it. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. The, the, it's the, on private. The Jetsons made did not serve you spaghetti. Yeah. We're not buying. Yeah, it. Yeah, but it didn't happen. What Saged. else? What else you got? Uh, la, 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 that is it. Wow, so you had a ton of topics. Well, I wanted to get more into the number neighbor thing, but, you know, speed round calls for a speed round. Your fave could never, I can do it. Okay. There it is. Please retire this this episode. Uh, okay. Never bring it back. It is absolutely horrific. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I got nothing else. <laughs> it's so good. Shouts to Spencer Gill, the maestro. The maestro. La Musica. Very appreciated. Shouts to at Fat Kid Deals on Twitter. For just making the world a better place. Yeah. You know? You want to buy you want to buy every season of The Bachelorette on DVD? I'm sure they got you. You want to buy eight tons of flaming Hot Cheetos to eat while you watch said Bachelorette series? They got you also. Yeah. So at Fat Kid Deals on Twitter, follow them, and uh, your quality of life will increase by at least 20%. Exponentially, that's, I'll say. That's a proven fact. Yeah. Anything else from you, Sir Buckets? How's the mullet coming? It's Turn good. to the side. Let me say. Okay, you, your mullet like is like coming from the middle. Like I, I don't know what that is. You know, you got to get like that's like the never-ending story. That's the Falcor right there. Yeah, I mean that's okay. a, that's a great compliment. Maybe the best I've maybe, ever received. Maybe, maybe Falcor is the fourth person on the mullet list. Wow, phenomenal, Ellen phenomenal De call. Agassi, Swayze, Ellen DeGeneres, Falcor. That that's my four. Okay, there we go. I got nothing else. Anything else from you, sir? That's it. Episode thirty-seven, Doke Walker. <laughs> never heard of you. In Z books. Boom, 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 chow.